from the Noah Adderman Supporter Podcast coming to you live. Actually, it's not live. It's pre-recorded. But happy May to you. And I am just so grateful, so grateful. If you are listening to this, and even if you're not, uh, if you have supported me or prayed for me in any capacity throughout the last couple of years in my residency at Mercy Church in Charlotte, North Carolina, I am just so grateful for your investment in me, for your prayers towards me, and for your generosity towards me. Uh, I could not do this without you, and so I'm really grateful for you. Um, But happy May. Uh, I apologize if you hear thunder in the background, because I feel like it will never stop raining in Charlotte, North Carolina. Speaking of rain, it has rained so much that we have a leak in our roof, and our house is like a year old. What the heck? Anyways, um... It's getting handled, don't worry. Uh, I wanted to start with a question, and hopefully you can respond. If if you know me personally, then just text me, which I think would be all of you. Uh, I guess it's on Spotify, so someone could just like randomly listen to this. I don't know. But if uh, I would love to hear your response to this. What is the craziest thing that you have done in your quarantine? And for me, I'll answer that for for myself. Um, to give you an example, I cut my own hair and let me tell you why I did that. Well, firstly, it was getting really, really long and it like embarrassingly long. The second reason is, uh, the second reason that I cut my own hair is because I knew that if I had anyone else cut it and people ask me, why didn't Taylor cut it? Well, if I had Taylor cut it, then, and she did any type of remotely poor job with it, which she's never cut hair. So the odds were not in her favor. Um, If she did a bad job at it, then I would have gotten mad at her and blamed her for having a bad haircut. And so what I did is I just took that out of the equation. I just took some clippers to my own head and cut it. And it was terrifying, but I thought it turned out okay. And now as I'm recording this, I feel like it's time for another haircut. Thankfully, uh, tomorrow, uh, North Carolina is going to move into phase two. And so hopefully we'll start to see um, some of these haircut places and barbershops open back up so I can have a professional cut my hair because that is what they are trained to do. Anyways, uh, I want to just give you a quick couple of ministry updates as to what's been going on in the life of Mercy Church and in the life of my ministry in the last month. So last month I told you that I was doing a lot of video editing. Well, This month, I have been doing a lot of video editing because we are still, uh, for the majority of this month of May, we are still in the stay-at-home order, and which means that we are having services at Mercy strictly online. Uh, That's going to be uh, shifting slightly in the the next uh, couple of weeks. We're going to be introducing this thing called watch parties where community groups, Bible studies, small groups will gather together. Um, in small groups and watch the services together, which is really exciting. Finally get to be around people. I'm an extrovert. As you can tell, I'm really ta- I like to talk. I can talk to myself. I can talk to a wall. 
And so being able to be with people is going to be really refreshing. And we've even gotten to do that a little bit as the stay-at-home order is, has begun to lift. We've got to see a couple of our friends, and it's just been such a joy and so good for my soul. Um, so video editing has continued um, as normal, uh, just doing a lot of video editing per week. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful for... Uh, for the fact that, uh, I guess, 10 or 15 years ago, I was really corny and wanted to make YouTube videos, and so I learned how to video edit, it, video edit, and now my video editing skills that I've, I learned years ago are paying off in this uh, pandemic. So that's been really uh, the Lord's just grace on me. Uh, something is, that I'm really excited about is. Uh, Actually, hold on. One more thing. Uh, in my notes for this podcast, I have uh, one of those points listed as more video editing, which is what I just talked about. But then after it, I wrote, ah, which is kind of how I feel <laughs> when I think about video editing. But again, I'm really grateful that uh, that the Lord has given me these gifts and that I'm able to use them in the midst of such a crisis and, and serve our church in a big way. Um uh, another thing that I'm really excited about uh, is that we started a new series at Mercy called um, Moving Forward. It's a, it's a series in the book of Colossians, and oh my gosh, Colossians is like, it is such, it is so rich. It is such a good epistle from Paul, and we just went through Colossians 1, 15 through 20, and it's like the, the passage where it's like, he is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. It's just beautiful, and uh, our pastor just just did a beautiful job uh, expositing it, and it was just, it's just been wonderful to be in an epistle during this time, and and I'm just, as you can tell, I, I just love, uh, I love being able to sit under just really good gospel-centered uh, sound teaching. Uh, it is a gift from the Lord. Um, something that I'm really excited about is, uh, and this has been for mercy and for me personally, um, but I, I got Logic for my birthday a few months ago. Logic is a recording software. And uh, yeah, and so uh, two weeks ago, I started recording, uh, finally, some of my own original music. Um, I, I made a couple of like uh, uh, instrumental tracks for, for Mercy's prayer services. and uh, But for me personally, like being able to track a number of songs that I've written over the years, finally in a in a professional-ish grade program has been just so like joyful and awesome and I've got so many songs now in the works that are now in a like a logic session that have multiple pieces of uh, instruments multiple like pieces of the song to it um, not just like and I haven't started any songs that aren't completed in in any of these logic sessions and I think I've got like eight to 10 maybe started. So it's just been wonderful. Um, something that I wanted to give you an update on. So uh, one of my supporters actually asked me about this the other day. Uh, shout out to you who may be listening. You know who you are. Um, but a few months ago, I put in uh, my letter that I'm praying about uh, considering going back to seminary. And so after a number of conversations with a lot of people that I love and trust, I have applied 
to Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary, which I think it's in Missouri. Um, I'll be going for their online program. Uh, I have not been accepted yet, but that is just because they're waiting on my transcripts from my um, undergrad uh, university and uh, the seminary that I went to uh, last fall. So I want to tell you just a little bit about this opportunity because I think it's really interesting, and I I really just need your prayers, y'all. I just need your prayers uh, for discernment as to what I'm what I'm supposed to do, what the Lord is calling me to, and uh, right now, uh, right now I've I've applied to this program. It's called an an MTS degree. It's a Master's of Theological Studies, and I've applied with the application also tagging along with it in an advanced standing application, which pretty much pretty much what that means is uh, I went to Liberty for my undergrad and. They, Midwestern, is able to take, potentially take, some of those classes that I took at Liberty for my degree in Biblical and Educational Studies and essentially apply them to my master's degree. Well, if everything goes well and all the, all the, all everything like just clicks into place and everything transfers perfectly, let's say, and I get the two classes that I took last semester at the, at the seminary that I went to last fall, well, then with this MTS degree, plus the advanced standing, plus the master's uh, classes that I took last fall, I could be looking at finishing my MTS degree in 10 classes. And with the way that Midwestern is set up, I could do that in a year's time. Uh, I was talking to an admissions counselor there, and he said, he said that if I were to start in the fall, I could be done by the summer which that would be incredible. Like, it seems like a no-brainer. But one of the things that I'm wrestling through right now is if I do that, if I do that, then I'm going to have to sacrifice something, and that something may be recording music, which I don't know if if I really want to do because I feel like the Lord has gifted me in that. I feel like the Lord is calling me to that. And so I'm just trying to discern what He wants from me right now. I, uh, as y'all know, I think I set a lot of ambitious goals for myself, and sometimes that gets me into trouble really quickly. And so I'm trying to just take this slow, listen to the Lord, uh, listen to His leading, follow His leading, and and just hope uh, that whatever decision He leads me to is the right one because He's in control and He knows what's best for me. Uh, one other thing that I just wanted to mention is, y'all, uh, this season has been um, really hard for I think a number of us to find rest because we're always stuck inside. When we when we go to work, we go to another room. And maybe you're not even going to another room. Maybe you're just going from your bedroom to your kitchen. And uh, by the Lord's grace, Taylor and I and a couple of our friends were able to get away to the mountains. And, and it just really reminded me, especially, especially in this season where it's so heightened, um, it reminded me so much of how much I need to get away from technology and do outdoor activities to rest. And I'm not saying that's for everyone, but for me, man, oh man, was it so just restful for me. We went up to the mountains and we kayaked down a river. Oh my gosh. (laughs) As soon as I sat in the kayak, (laughs) as soon as I sat in the kayak, the first two hours we were there, my kayak tipped over, went straight in the 50-degree water, lost my glasses. They went straight to the bottom of the river. 
<laughs> so I was I was going without glasses for the next two days, but luckily my vision isn't that bad. Um, and I got a new pair of glasses uh, when we came home, so so I can see again. Uh, but it was all that to say it was just so restful for me to to be away from a screen and just to be outside and just to listen um, and just rest in what God has created is beautiful. Um, and so y'all, I would just, I would just encourage you, um, wherever you're at to maybe that looks like a walk for you, uh, for Taylor, that's not really possible because she's got, uh, like a fractured foot and from plantar fasciitis. So she can't walk. So, so we got a bike and so now she can ride a bike. And I think that's really restful for her. Maybe that looks like a walk for you. Maybe that looks like a run for you. Maybe that just looks like sitting on your front porch or your, or your back deck if you're in an apartment. And, or maybe if that, maybe that just looks like sitting next to an open window because it's been raining so much. Um, but whatever it is, I would encourage you just to, to take some time just to listen to, uh, to the Lord. And maybe, maybe a good avenue for that is just outside. Um, that's just been really restful for me. And I just wanted to encourage you with that. Uh, lastly, I wanted to just uh, share some of some prayer points for for the month going ahead into June. Um, Mercy's still going to be in this uh, in this like phase where we're kind of in between, uh, like the stay at home order is lifted, but you still can't gather over a hundred people, and so uh, would you just pray? for our pastors and our elders and our leadership team, that the Lord would give them precise, precise discernment as to what He is calling Mercy Church to do. Not what He's calling everyone else to do, but what He's calling Mercy Church to do and what our response needs to continue to be as we navigate this, uh, the the reopening of our facilities. Um, would you pray for for the, bro- the brothers of mine that I am discipling? Um, I think of a number of different guys, but would you just pray for their hearts that they would see and savor Christ for nothing else but for who he is and for what he's done? Uh, another thing that I would love for y'all to pray for me for is just for Taylor and I, that our marriage, all the ups and downs and everything in between, uh, the pandemic obviously puts strain on marriages, and I'm not saying we're in a bad place at all, uh, but I would just love your prayers that we would continue to be unified, united, and pursuing Christ side by side, step for step. Um, another thing that I would just love prayer for is my support. Uh, by God's utter sheer grace, I have seen several new supporters come on my team in the last month. Like, I don't know where you're at. You may be walking, you may be doing the dishes, but can you just like clap and praise God for that? That is incredible. Uh, that just that just doesn't make sense. Like we are in the midst of potentially the greatest financial crisis the country has seen in my lifetime, at least, and people are still wanting to give to God's mission. That that's that's unbelievable. Um, so praise God for that. And so with that, would you please ask the Lord with me for more supporters to join my team so that I can reach a hundred percent. That. Yeah, I'm just, I I have never seen the Lord withhold anything that he had for me that was for my good and for his glory. And so I'm trusting him 
here and now and in the in-between as I wait to, to get to 100%. Um, and the last thing, y'all, uh, would you just pray for uh, this discernment that I need for seminary and, and for recording music? There's a, there's a lot there, and um, I would love to talk to you about it one-on-one. Just shoot me a text. Call me on FaceTime at any time. I'm literally home all the time, uh, and I love to talk, as you can tell. Um, but I just I just need the Lord's help in that. I just really need the Lord's help in discerning what I'm supposed to do. And uh, yeah, I would just love your prayers for that. Uh, lastly, I want to just leave you with this encouragement. Uh, I watched a sermon uh, this past weekend, and... The guy was preaching on the life of Peter, and the the whole point of the sermon was that God is always there. Jesus is always there. What a beautiful truth in the midst of social distancing and isolation, uh, that Jesus is still always here. Uh, he is always with us. And so he closed his sermon with this poem that I want to read and I want to close this podcast with. It is, it is just beautiful, and, um, and then that'll be it. So it says, it's by Ann Peterson. It says, I told the Lord, my journey's long. He said, I choose the length. I told him, but I'm faint and weak. He said, I'll give you the strength. No matter what my words... God heard while listening patiently, but what has meant the most is this, my Father walks with me. That is beautiful. What a beautiful reality that, you know, God chooses the path that we walk on and and he leads us and he guides us, but what has meant the most is that my Father walks with me. Y'all, Please go out this week, this month, in the hope and in the beautiful truth that no matter where you are at, no matter what city, no matter what state, no matter what country you are in, your Father, your Heavenly Father, will always walk with you. I love you. Thank you so much for always continuing to pray for me and support me. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you. I miss y'all. I love y'all. And I'll see you soon.